and the shining strengthened me against the fright whose agony had wrapped the lake of my heart through all the terrors of that piteous night. How am I going to defeat Cainwin the Cruel, the man who killed my father, if I've been bitten by the bone well? Can I do the one that's grappling Mara? Yes. Lovely. I would like to rare frost that one. Hope you don't miss. A natural one. <laughs> I would like to set the heavy crossbow and aim at the one grappling Mara. Okay. To shoot Mara more. <laughs> Kill Mara. <Yeah. laughs> if your character dies. Mara will remember this. <laughs> natural one. <laughs> oh my god, it is. Oh. So, Tanvis has a second attack, um, but I, I think I see you reloading and I'm like, no, 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 no! No, you don't even you don't even see me reloading, you just see me tap a little button on the side of the crossbow and it just reloads itself. And I'm like, no! Oh god. <laughs> what have I done to deserve this? Ergalan, it's not my time! <laughs> Fingers desperately crossed. Yeah. So, this time Tanvis is going to aim at the one that is not grappling anyone instead. Oh, okay. Is it one? No. Ah! <laughs> no, it's a 19. 19, that does hit. Right to its fleshy face. Six points of damage. It sinks into it, the flesh of it, missing the carapace. And then I think at the same time that the bolt reaches it, so does Namos. Oh, okay, and Namos comes charging up at it. With a bite attack, an 18 Yep, that hits. Seven piercing damage. Uh, it comes and bashes it, and you can see some of the bones break and shatter off as this thing sort of is pushed backwards, but its stickiness keeps it in place, so it sort of wobbles, uh, and, and Namos backs off and comes around ready for another hit. It is then Smiler's turn. And so Smiler is going to draw his short sword and try to stab the one that's uh, uh, on Mara. Uh, and he doesn't miss. Yeah, a 28. No, he chooses to stab me. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't miss. And uh, Mara takes... He doesn't yeah. miss the snail. <laughs> uh, no, the snail takes 11 damage. Nice. As he comes in and basically just finds a gap in what is a rib cage of some sort and just stabs him and slices downwards, picks it up and licks the blade. I knew he was gonna lick the blade. I was <laughs> like, I knew it was coming, I was like, no. I wondered what it tasted like. Got another Any good? <laughs> Awful. It tastes like escargot. And uh, As he goes go for the second attack yeah. and licks it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another eight damage. Yeah, that, that one's in pretty bad shape after Smiler just sort of like repeatedly stabs through this rib cage. Careful, don't get stuck to it. Very well, thank Thank you. And with that, it's Mara's turn. I think what happens is, after just having like a really bad round, Ergolan, I got stuff I gotta do. And then her eyes go black and she casts Vampiric Touch on herself. So it's a 19. 19 hits. Cool. Well damage. Two ones and a five. Seven. Is that necrotic? Yes. Okay. So um, but I regain three hit points. Uh, okay, well, nice. <laughs> you're about to lose a lot more. So how does it kill this thing? I think it's more a case of it's already grabbing me. I go black, life force zips out of it and into me, and it just sort of peels off my back like bleh. And as it does that, you can see it rumbles with necrotic energy uh -oh. and a loud 
scream, like a screech, echoes out and rips into your flesh. That's a loud scream if it rips into flesh. Yep, it does necrotic damage. 12 points of damage as you just feel that that recovery just peel away. It's only than Tambes hear it, but cover their ears. Well, it's not even cover your ears. It just doesn't have that necrotic effect. It's still still a blood-curdling weird screech. Yeah. I think I'm covered in, like, bits of bone and snail goop and it's dripping down my face and I'm just like, what is going on? (laughs) And uh, then it is the Bonewalk's turn. It sort of sniffs the air somewhat. Senses that I'm the weakest person in the party and kills me immediately. Senses Senses the the boneless boy next to him (laughs) and goes, I'm not interested. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's sort of like, that thing has no bones. Uh, and so it goes away from Namos, slithers its way towards Tandis, but its movement speed isn't very good. <laughs> because of the snail! Snail. And so, s- still going. Cool. Does it With... just start slithering then? Just starts. It's really trying. Oh, okay, okay. So it's, it's like it's coming up close. It's charging at you as best it can. Everybody stay back. This tight, this snail going very slowly. It's like leaning forward like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get you guys. <laughs> I want those bones. <laughs> doing that, yeah. it triggers an attack of opportunity from Gamos. Yes, it does. Roll to hit. A 13. Does hit, just. Does hit. I would like to use Arcane Jolt. What does Arcane Jolt do? Uh, your Iron Defender's Bite attack is now considered magical. Once per turn, when you or your Iron Defender hits a target with a magical weapon attack, you can create one of the following effects. The target takes an extra 2d4 force damage, or one creature or object you can see within 30 feet is healed for 2d4 hit points, mm. which in this case is going to be Mara. Okay. Um, so it, ta- it takes seven points of damage, okay. and you get seven hit points back. Nice. This uh, bone rock doesn't seem to be in the best of shape. It, it, as it's sort of like making its way forward, it's dropping bones as it's going. No. Uh, it, Poor it, guy. It, it's really trying. It is then Oswald's turn. Oswald's going to take a, a couple of steps back away from it mm-hmm. and then cast a ray of frost. Okay. Oh, nice. 26. That hits. Roll damage. Six. How does it kill it? Yeah, fantastic. So Oswald takes a couple steps backwards, holds out his hand, and there's a little blue ring that just like starts at the top and then goes round each way and then meets at the bottom. And as it meets, it just there's a little flash and of icy energy. That Minty fresh. It's it's very fresh. You can smell like it cuts through and you go, that's skimming. That's really lovely. <laughs> it hits the well dead on. It just starts to like shrivel and go... <laughs> And, and screeches, dealing nine points of damage to Tandus. So as this thing dies and that necrotic energy you know, spreads across your arm and you sort of pat it off and pe- your skin peels away slightly, you're left in a room where there's now these two dead things and you can see all the egg sacs are still there and there's the way up. Can, can you do me a favour and stop helping? Yes, terribly sorry about that. It, it was the, the sticky goo. I couldn't move my hand properly and it was just an unfortunate accident, really. I didn't hit you. And he starts to walk up the stairs. And that is the most surprising of all the things that happened today. And I had a snail explode on me. (laughs) (laughs) Do you follow Smiler then? Oswald then going to press the digitation, his clothes clean. And you're clean. I just look at you and I've I've got a bulk stuck that I'm trying to like pull out of my back and I'm gooping everywhere and I'm just like, yeah, you want to spread that around? Oh, no, buddy. 
you don't have a bolt sticking out your back. It automatically vanishes after it's been used. So you just have a bolt hole, and you're like, where, where no, I think I'm, I think I'm pulling out the bolt when it vanishes. Yeah, if I also will degoop Mara as well. And you're, you're both clean. Shazam! There's a little flash of, like, a blue puff of smoke. And then bubbles. And then, like, yeah, that ends in bubbles, and then Mara's goop free. I, I think, uh, maybe some... Classes or, or something. Classes in what? Y- you know what? Never mind. I'm gonna go. We've been traveling for some time. You know my aim is Im- impeccable. When I'm not, when I'm not restrained. That sounds bad. That sounds bad. Just cut that out. Just cut that all out. I remember just, just meant like, to be. So I was like, I had it, and then I, I'm I was just, just like, speaking. I have a wife. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you can see that the five-foot diameter pillar in the middle starts to rumble slightly. There's hatches uh, on the side of it. Can I go up and like put my ear to it? Make a perception check for me. What kind of hatches? Like, like a those. round sort of like little hatch. A to porthole. Sort of porthole kind of thing. Seven. It's noises. There's rumbling coming deep within. We have to get to the top of this tower now. We should take the stairs. <laughs> You're going to take the stairs? Yeah, we go. Okay. I tried to tempt you. I tried. That's right. Yeah, we just... But faster this time. Okay. <laughs> we'll take the elevator shaft down. Yeah, sure. You Whether can get we that want go. to or not. <laughs> um, and so eventually you get up the stairs until it comes to a, 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 a trap door, which, you, which you know, sort of you open and with a heavy thud, climb up a ladder, and you enter a chamber with jagged gashes on the outer wall, which allow for the hellish sky of Avernus to light the room. The open hatch in the floor leads to the lower decks, um, and you can see there's some kind of metal console plugged into one wall. Ahead of you is a door. This is at the top, yes. To the top floor. Tanvis will immediately go to that control panel and see if she can figure out what it's for. Mr. Sulu! Make uh, an investigation to check for me. 13. There are several buttons on it. There are four that catch your attention. Okay. They are all red. Henry and I in the background are just uh, miming slapping buttons. Just (laughs) aggressively slapping. Beep, 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 beep. Slap it. Bop it. (laughs) Pull it. See, I assume Mara and Oswell are not in the background miming, <laughs> pressing buttons. I think Oswell is checking the ceilings and walls for more bone welts. <laughs> <laughs> there aren't any that you can see. It seems they were only really confined to the lower decks. It's that take hatch a... kept them out. It's going to take him a while to believe that. <laughs> <laughs> it's invisible bone welts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ever driven one of these? One of these? Oh, I wish. Now that would be a sight to behold. <laughs> Tambis and Townsend also give each other a like worried glance. Yeah. And Oswald just says, this might be your lucky day. No, this one is not functional in the slightest. Otherwise, it would be being used. And these buttons glowing suggest nothing towards its functionality. Well, they suggest that we might press them. Okay! <laughs> Should we each take a button? <laughs> yeah. All at once? Conrad <laughs> <laughs> is, like, so upset. <laughs> You're listening to Smiler now, are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's through the what's through the door, Tambiz? So no, are, are you going to press the buttons? What's through the door, Tambiz? You open the door and you can see sparks rain down from torn holes in the ceiling, falling onto a pair of rectangular machines that have been torn from the walls. The machines now stand in the middle of the room, their loose wires sticking out like bad hairdos. And you can see that there's a sort of place where a door would have been that is off its hinges, obviously, that is like an open area into a corridor ahead. Is it, what kind of machines are they? What's over there? Um, th- there's some machines. There, it looks like there used to be a door further on as well, but while they're doing that, I go over to the console and I start rummaging. Uh, which okay. console? The one with the four buttons on it, obviously. Oh, uh, okay. Do I have an idea what these buttons might do? Make an arcana check for me. Twelve. You have no idea. 
You've never you've, you've lived in Baldur's Gate your whole life. You have no idea what any of this does. I press a button. Which one? One, two, three, or four? Two. No, no more. <laughs> Loud, discordant instrumental music with screaming vocals starts to play from every speaker on the top floor. Wait, there's loud speakers. Yeah! <laughs> It's It's basically dubstep. (laughs) People screaming. Uh, I I immediately start just like fucking dropping it. Dropping? (laughs) What do you mean? What? (laughs) It's all very vague insinuations. Mara starts flossing violently. (laughs) Are you gonna leave it on? I think Mara actually like she has her hands over her ears and she's like ah. How loud is it? Very. Uh, I was just gonna slam button two. Uh, button. Oh yeah. Okay. So you, you press button two. It stops. Slam button two. It stops. It will never work again. I was just gonna put a hand on Mara's shoulder. Maybe let's find out what the console does before we start fiddling with buttons. Maybe. It was worth a shot. Oh well. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Can I try and make a Arcana check to see what this console is about? Oh, a natural one. I think Oswald looks at it and goes, "Maybe it's a." I actually don't care. And then walks on into the next one. So do you all uh, stride into the next room? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's a larger machine and a smaller machine. Also, we'll take the smaller machine. Cool. So that is a nine for investigating the large machine. 26. Oh. So you can see that this machine, if it were operational, uh, could send telepathic transmissions to all devils within a mile of the fortress. Wow. <laughs> okay. Do they have to obey the command or is it just... No, it's uh... just, just tele- like, like orders. Do they know who it's from as well, or is it just from ship? From whatever? ship, yeah. Huh. This seems to be some sort of communication device over long distances. Hmm. I'm struggling to work this one out. Just, I mean, it's come off the wall. It's quite hard to tell what it does. Hmm. I was going to walk over and just look at it for a second. Uh, the way someone who doesn't know anything about cars looks at a... Uh, looks at the, <laughs> what's it called? The bonnet? Engine? Yeah. Opens the bonnet. Oh, yeah, someone, someone who doesn't know anything about cars opens the bonnet and just stares for a minute like, I don't know what this is. Actually, you, I, I would say that uh, having examined the other machine, you can see it's a similar kind of tech. Oh, awesome. It's obviously something to do with communications. I think this one's something to do with communications too. Maybe they were once one machine pulled apart. Hmm. Then also it's going to kick it. <laughs> it uh, Thunk. Yeah, you, you, as a wiry wizard man. Not like hard, just like... Like tap it. Yeah, just like percussive maintenance. Does absolutely nothing. Mm. Well, I'm out of ideas. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) Conrad suffers so much. Yeah. So uh, we're we're looking for a box. A box filled with adamantine rods. Oh, okay. There's a a door ahead of you, and then there's also a big chamber to your left. Someone else want to go first? Yeah. And I just like boosh through in my little wellies and like bop, 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 bop. And I'm gonna sort of portal into the big room. The big room. Sparks rain down from gashes in the ceiling of what used to be the bridge, much of which is now open to the sky. The room has been picked clean, though rows of stripped down consoles and a few dangling chains remain. This place seems to be mostly in a state of disarray. This is, uh, this is the, the bridge, right? And I look at Tambus. Uh, Tambus just kind of gives a cut, curt gnawing as yes. Are, are the vultures circling overhead still? Do you want to make a perception check? I'd love to. As you're, as you're on the bridge looking. Ambushed again. 15. 
you can see that the vultures are preying upon what seems to be a giant grey toad-like creature that is down at the bottom of the fortress. You think if you hang around in this open air place too long, they might come back, but it seems like they're focused on this toad-like creature far below. Does it look like the bridge is kind of a wreck because people have been here and done something to wreck it, or is it just the general degradation over time? Investigations check. 18. It seems to have just crashed. You don't know okay. if it's been scavenged, you're not versed enough in what was here prior, but it, it seems like most of this damage was from the crash and then subsequently just like being surrounded by this firestorm. Hmm. I'm quite focused on the mesh now. I'm looking for the safe. Bridge leads on to basically a smaller chamber which is around a corner and then another one that is around a corner that seems to go on a bit further. There's also the door that you previously didn't go through. I think I'm gonna keep going through forward past the bridge. Okay, so you take that takes you into W7. And Oswald's gonna follow as well. Yeah, and I'm just checking for safe-like things. Sorry, how tentatively are you going through? Are you just sort of... Not tentatively. Okay. This chamber contains a stripped-down metal console and several rusty pipes that extend from floor to ceiling. And one of the pipes has a two-foot gash in it. And you hear a buzzing within. I don't want to see another wasp. I, like, reverse out. Stealth check to cool. reverse out of the room. That is a five. Okay, and a load of sturges come bursting out of the pipe as your welly boots start to squelch as you're walking backwards. It's not my day. Look out! And then also going to cast a uh, lightning bolt. Okay. Just straight, straight forward into the... Into um, the pipe hole. as that... It basically, yeah, into the hole as it so to say... It's a metal pipe as well. Yeah. So it's probably going to hit also. all of them. He just reaches his hands forward and like the momentum of, of moving his hands forward so quickly, not even that fast, but just so quickly that it hits full outstretched and just lightning bursts from, from the tip. And flies towards it and... It's a stroke of lightning forming a line 100 feet long and 5 feet wide blasts out from you in the direction you choose. Each creature must take a deck saving throw. The creature takes 86 damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful save. I'm going to say that is considering the rest of them are in the pipe. Okay, well then they all fail. They all fail, so they take 86 lightning damage. So it's 31 on a... I think all the sturges are dead. You can see that this lightning bolt just sparks and just eviscerates, like goes past your shoulder, Mara, and you just sort of see the like this massive bolt of electricity just electrocute like a bug zapper all of these insects that are flying out towards you. Um, I think I turn around and I'm like, that makes up for it. Except all of my hair is now static. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ozzo just accepts it. Yeah, doesn't mention the hair. Let's Mara back out of the room and continue the search. <laughs> you can see it continues slightly further on, or uh, there's the first alcove that, that you didn't explore, or the door. I think I'm going to go first alcove, if that's cool. So you, you go backwards, and... <laughs> I, I pass canvas with my big hair, and I'm like, don't ask. As, as you're sort of looking for where you're going to go, there's a big... Like a, a, a big sound that emanates from this room. This room contains two rusty iron crates in one corner and an iron bell-shaped contraption bolted onto the floor in the opposite corner. The, Ooh, bell, big alarm. the bell is nine feet tall and painted black with several dents and dings in it. Every so often the bell emits that sound just every now and again. What sound? Dong. A k-clunk kind of bell. Is it a clunk or it's, is it, it a says, bell sound? It says there's... k-clunk. That might be a cracked bell then. Is that like k-clunk? Because that's, that's, like, that's the kind of noise you get when there's like a crack down the mm. side. Ah. Uh, well, there is a crack down the side, so yeah, said. that'll be why. I've never had a cracked bell, so... <laughs> I have, I do in hospital. Uh, anyway. So I was going to hospital if he bleeding. Uh, does, <laughs> I, does anybody... 
It's rough sex, and it's rough sex. <laughs> it, was it, was, it was just an accident. I was like, mm, I'm a fucker blender. <laughs> oh. That was an accident. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> My neutral bullet. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> So there's a bullet in this house and we all use it? Okay. <laughs> that kind of bullet? You you can do another arcana uh, check if you want to ascertain the purpose of this thing. I think we're just looking for the safe. We, we walk Don't in. Don't see it in here. Mara walks you in, are. looks... Oh yeah, go for it. No, You're looking for the safe. I want to see what this is. Yeah. A 25. So you can see that this served a very important purpose. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're like, that probably doesn't matter at all. We, we've got things to find. I'll, I'll look at it. So this is the most important part of the ship, by yeah. far. This is the bit that makes it fly. The bell? Yeah. You can see it's it's an, it's an arcane uh, contraption. It, it's sort of rhythmic malfunction caused the fortress to lean to one side, which eventually is part of why it crashed, you imagine. But essentially, using thunderous energy, using using sound energy, vibrates the ship and keeps it aloft in the air. That's so cool. That's really cool. Thanks, Wizards that's... of the Coast, for writing such an awesome idea into a book. I think that that's why they had the loud music to cover the sound of the thrumming. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Oh, what a horrible word. Thrumming. Hmm. I think I've only ever heard the word before in the Magic the Gathering card, Thrumming Bird. <laughs> of course. <laughs> thanks, Nephorexia. Thanks, Wizards of the Coast, Thru- for thrum- such an excellent card. <laughs> thrum is, is, is a musical term as well. Mm. Uh, is it? Is it a musical term that I should know, Comrade? Yeah. Uh, I just thought, no, no, I thought you might, you might have come across it in I that had, context. I had oh, that right, word, okay. No. You can see that the last remaining place is the door that was adjacent to where you guys entered the hilt. Could Tambis fix the bell? Not really, not without the proper tools. That's more of a, a wizardry thing than an artificer thing, anyway. Tambis would like to have quite a close look at it, though, anyway, to try and... Oh, what is it? This is what made the whole thing fly. It oh! Will... That, that's a bell? Yeah, it's it's fascinating, really. Also, um, it kind of comes in the room and like, has a little look. How does, how does that work? I, I don't want to go through the whole description again. Canvas describes it. <laughs> <laughs> Insert the description that Comrade Leeton Grey, the dungeon master of Powered Roll, said. Yeah. <laughs> could, could we fix it? I couldn't. Certainly don't have the tools for this. Do you want to give it an arcana check? A11. You're not a transmutation wizard. This is transmutation magic, I'm afraid. Oh, that's a shame. I could probably stop one flying, but I don't know if I could get one back up and running again. Shame, you, though. You need some proper, like, like... Uh, a heavy mending, and you'd need to you know, spend some. I just took the cantrip mending. Mm. Can I just be like, boop, fix? Uh, no, he- like heavy mending. <laughs> like, like... I'm gonna sit here for seventy of our seventy-two hours uh, in the hell. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna miss, miss you, the you train back it... and just sit there going mending. If mending, it were mending. that simple, every warlord in hell would be r- flying one of these things. Yeah, mm. I like the to, idea. To be of... fair, but we know they are. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of us getting to the portal and be like, oh, a big sword doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> You've been carrying it the whole way, like dragging it. No, we, we just fly, fly, we fly it there and we go, damn. We have to like Even get better. it sideways and then through. It's a candle keep. She's there just like, oh, this only not going to hold much longer. It's lost she- my energy. And then just... <laughs> <laughs> Goes through the wall. Like a bullet right <laughs> She's there just her closet gets just annihilated. <laughs> They're just wide eyed like What have they done? <laughs> There's just this giant floating sword outside Candlekeep that's basically as big as one of the towers. No no, we just drive it into Boulder's Gate. Which is like, <laughs> we destroy Boulder's Gate. <laughs> We're like, mm, You're the it. bad guys. 
That's this is what we're saying up towards. You were the bad guys all along. Come on, Tambus. We need to find this safe. All right. Yes. And so, opening the final door, you can see there's a sort of pile of bones uh, in one corner. More whelks. There's no whelks, and it just seems kind of abandoned. Oh, thank God. And you can see that there's a there's a sort of. Uh, sorry, let me get the. Can't wait for those bones to come to life and kill me. My skeleton is always just trying to get out of my flesh. So what if your skeleton me? just like you drank so much calcium and your bones became so strong they just like walked out of you? <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> yeah, it's and like, then my little goobly body, goobly body, oh no, <laughs> and falls limp onto them. <laughs> I've never needed a bone so much in my life. <laughs> That's funny. This dark room contains a metal console that is torn free from the wall to your right. Pinned between the console and another wall is a small, desiccated winged devil that looks like it was crushed to death. In another corner stands a three-foot block of infernal iron, a locked safe with clawed feet and a three-dial mechanism built into a thick door. Each dial bears numerals written in infernal. Anyone know how to open safes? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll have a look. No promises. Maybe it's open. Just try opening it. It's locked. <laughs> can I figure anything more out about these dials? Uh, well, you speak Infernal. Yes. So you can see that these are just numbers. Okay. Three numbers. Well, it seems to be a number... Try 666. Damn it, you got them before me. <laughs> it opens. Hey! Whoa! That is actually the code. Uh, That's unreal. <laughs> is that in the wow. book? Yeah. The number of fiends. I knew it. <laughs> and you can you can see inside. I hate this character. <laughs> inside there are nine adamantine rods. Something's missing. Should there be ten? No. No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you're like you're like okay. So we're we're here at this tower to find ten adamantine rods in the bridge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The sad thing is, I was just listening to the previous recording. <laughs> in your mind, Bell's like, "There's a hemp sack, ten rods, bridge." You're like, I can do that. And, and my wife, you know, and, like, wife, <laughs> and she's there. I don't know. I get to the end, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, but you can see that there are the adamantine rods. They're in here. They're, they're there. Let's close up and get going. We've checked they're here. We fulfilled our end of the bargain. Yes, this feels too easy for something that's supposed to be quite a protected. Can we all do like a? Right, check. <laughs> we look around the room, like, suspiciously, like, waiting for, well, something uh, to happen. As we look around tentatively, Oswald just, like, closes the safe and, like, flicks each of the number things. They so just go to a random number. Mm-hmm. Let's get down. Let's get back to Bell's Forge. Yes, let's go. Milo strides off and, and heads towards the hatch. He opens the hatch, uh, twists the little knob, opens it. You hear a deep rumbling, like, croak. <laughs> he slams it shut and says, I don't think that's a good way out. No, I think we found the protection on this place. Maybe take a different route. Is this place open up? Yeah, well, the bridge was. Let's go to the bridge. We can fly down. Uh, sorry, what? Oswald grabs Mara by the hand and then, like, heads over to the to the bridge. <laughs> right, so you... Tenth level character. Yeah. We can, we can fly. Fair. Okay. I mean, I can't, but no. No, I, I can I can for me. I don't know about Smiler, but I um, guess Smiler can work out. Do you have 4th level spell no. slots? Do you not? No, because it's like a hybrid class. Oh, I think so. I can cast it at 5th level and do 3 of us. Tabis, can you... Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Smiler, want to... I, I, down? I, 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 I can't... I can't fly! Oh, no, don't worry. Just jump. I'll get you. All right, and he just 
instantly like like uh, trust falls backwards off the oh, bridge. Oh, okay. In which case, I run to make sure I fall at the same rate. He, he just goes all right, steps one step to the side and then straight falls backwards off the edge. Oswald, I think Oswald's Oswald's shocked. And I'm like, ah. And then starting to cast a little ritual, still holding Mara's hand, and he kind of this uh, little circle of abjuration energy starts from like his shoulder and comes down and then goes through onto Mara's hand onto shoulder and then just around her waist. Yeah, I don't see the whole thing because I've got my hand over my eyes. <laughs> the other hand. But... Yeah, I'm just like... Ugh. And then a similar band of abjuration energy just kind of appears around Oswald's chest as well. And then he lets go. Mara, you can, you can fly now. I'm just like... His face just says... Out. <laughs> and then also just like takes a deep breath out and then just floats up and then backwards out and then just starts floating down. And you see tearing through the hatch, this giant toad-like creature starts to barrel down the corridor towards you. I think I think Mara is like backing up and it's not until the last second. Jumps backwards and just hovers like exactly, <laughs> like just jumps and just hovers five feet away from the edge of the thing that you jump from. I'm imagining that the, the, uh, Oswald is, is really gracefully flying. You're flying like Hancock in that, you know, that movie. <laughs> like, in, with, with Will Smith. Hancock, I, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. what happens is it's um, uh, Roadrunner <laughs> or like Wally Coyote where I like, <laughs> jump run- out and then like, oh, You're no. running in the air. You're running and then you go, oh wait, I can go downwards. <laughs> then then like, yeah, yeah. descend and then go down. Yeah, yeah. And whilst you two are flying down, you can see Smiler is just sort of like, you, you see his face exactly unchanged as he's sort of like spread out like a starfish falling rapidly towards Don't the ground. And you're diving towards him. I Don't need it. You, you, just, just Jesus. you can choose not to do it, to be fair. The other thing I want to clarify is whether or not my mechanical construct counts as a creature. Yes, it does. It does for the. I want. I want this a, a big part of me. I'm playing a lawful good character, so I'm not going to. But I want to just counter spell the featherfall. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna wait till we're I don't know, say about eighty feet above the ground. Yeah. Um, and cast it, and it is going to be on me, Namos, and Smiler. Okay. I'm not leaving him to just plummet. <laughs> and so you 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 slow your fall and you land around the same time as the other two by the infernal machine. How long does fly last? 10 minutes of cool. concentration. Yeah, I can see over the dashboard for the next <laughs> <laughs> You're using it to float like three feet up. Yeah. And you. And it's a flight speed of 60 feet. Nice. Is there anything else you want to do before you guys head out? Um, um, some sweet, like, uh, cartwheels and loop-de-loop. As Mara goes to, a, like, a low point of a loop-de-loop, um, Oswald just, like, counters the concentration. <laughs> so she falls, like, five feet and just goes, and face plants. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the spell ran out. I've, it's got a weird timing. I'm just like, I will kill you. <laughs> and then you drive out back towards Bell's Forge. Thank you for listening to Power Word Roll. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Otherwise, a positive review is the best way to help us out. The best place for those is on iTunes. All our social media at linktree slash powerwordroll. That's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash powerwordroll. But for now, from Annie, Naomi... Henry and myself, thank you, and we'll see you in the next one. What's your god's name again? <laughs>